Welcome back, everyone, to another rendition of Breakfast with Champions, Champions of Wayne podcast. I'm your host, Sean Galvin, and the guests this time around, Bryce and Devin Cameron, are brothers from Dearborn, and they created the movie Kid Brother. They wrote it, directed it, they might even be acting in it, and they're going to be with us at the Kid Brother premiere September 13th, 2017, at the State Wayne Theater, right there in Wayne. Oh, yes. A full-blown movie premiere at State Wayne Theater. Uh, Tickets can be purchased at championsofwayne.org. Now, personally, I'm a fan of the creative process, and that's largely what this interview is about with these brothers. Where did they get the idea for this movie? How did it come to be? And what were the challenges that they faced along the way? They're great guys, and please enjoy the camera brothers, Bryce and Devin. Okay, and we are rolling. Welcome back, everyone, to another rendition of Breakfast with Champions. I am your host, Sean Galvin, and uh, kind of a a special episode for us today. We've got, uh, really, I think it's the first cinema Hollywood, that's not not true. We we, we had a guy by the name of Jim Bernstein on here who, who wrote Mighty Ducks 3. Uh, and sure. Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito. Yeah, U of M guy. Uh, so this is not the first movie-based podcast, but uh, without further ado, we do have uh, Brace and Devin Cameron here with us. So uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Hi, how are you? Um, so you guys, um, what, what, what we have here, everyone, is we're, we're doing a Champions of Wind fund, fundraiser, a premiere of the movie Kid Brother created and directed by Devin and Bryce. And um, this is going to be September 13th. We're going to do this movie premiere right there at the, at the State Wayne Theater. We'll get a link for you guys. In fact, the link is probably on your smartphone or whatever streaming device that you are currently using to use this. I'm sure there's an accessible link if I'm any good at my job. Anyhow, I want to jump into you guys, though. So, so this is a movie created by two guys that are, are from Michigan, Southeast Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yep. from Dearborn. Originally. Dearborn guys, okay, neighboring town. And um, so I, let's just start with, I guess, and, and you guys can kind of jump in together, but but um, what's the background? How? Do, when did you guys know you wanted to get in, into the movie business? Um, who did you know that was in the business that you kind of, or, or like who, who were your role models, I guess, so to speak? Um, and, and, and how did you get started? I, I think... Uh, for me, anyway, it's been it's been something that's been there since as far back as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And some of my earliest memories as a child are going to see movies. I remember vividly waiting in line to see movies like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original one, 1990. Mm, not the one um, with Vanilla Ice, but the first that's one. That's the second one, yeah. yeah. The and then we had Don't Ninja Go with the second exactly. one, which and, I, yeah. yeah which and is, I remember which going to movie. see... Um, Batman, the 89 Batman with Tim Burton at the Ford Wyoming drive-in. Uh, oh, so yeah, I've never been to a drive-in. Oh, drive-in. I don't know, I just used to go all we the went, time. We went that same summer, right, to see Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, that is think, a top five movie right there. Yeah, yeah. I ended up, I think we were at the Ford Wyoming, and I ended up, I was watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, because I could see it on another, another screen away, and so I wasn't even watching oh. it. I was looking past it to the other screen at the Ford Wyoming for Honey, Wait, I so, Shrunk the so, Kids. So you, so you were looking past Indiana Jones that just yeah. that, that didn't really appeal to you to to, to watch Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, with, with I mean, no sound. I was what I was four or five years. Yeah, old, I guess so that is uh, a little yeah, scary. I know. I, I, yeah. It's not a regret or anything like that. But, so, uh, but but yeah, I think uh, I think 
really film has played a really important part in both of our childhoods. But like I said, aside from those memories, even watching things and being impacted by them in a way that maybe I couldn't articulate as a child, yeah. but knowing that I something was stirring in me because sure. of this movie, whatever that movie may be, and uh, having that hit so close to home, as I grew up, I started to identify that feeling with film yeah. and wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And I feel that um, a lot of us are like this. I think especially growing up in, I don't want to say that's the golden era of movies, but at least for me, I think of movies like uh, Three Amigos and uh, um, uh Police Academy and just like some of these movies that I watched so yeah. many times as a, as, a, as yeah. a kid, and I think we all get into that. Um, that would be a cool like to aspire to want to get involved in, in something like that. You know, you yeah. know how, they, how, right. how they say if you do what you, what you love, you never work a day in your life. Well, well, you know, if you're making movies, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. I have, and I have met people. It's it is. It's wouldn't it be cool to make a movie? Mm-hmm. Just like you know, for a lot of people, wouldn't it be cool to own a bar? Right. Yeah. Um, exactly. And I have met exactly. a lot of people who it's not for them, you know. And it's nice to know that that yes, we did we did make this movie, and we did like it, and it was fun, and yeah. it was something that that we want to do again. So that's a wonderful feeling to have. And I feel that. As as we grow, you know, like like as a kid, you get these like like as a little kid, you get these kind of like um, childish, maybe even like a naive dream or aspiration. I, I, I want I want to be a, a a movie star or a, you know this this or they're a pro basketball player or whatever. Sure. And then like we you get into your maybe later teens or early twenties, whatever. And then like you get these different voices that are like you got to be a little bit more realistic, man. You want to be an accountant. You want to you want to you want to get a marketable skill here, and you want to start saving your four hundred one k at an early age. And you got to do I this. I had actually done that. Um, I oh. was I was done with filmmaking. Let's get the names going first. Oh, just sorry. So, just so the people who know know who's who. Gotcha. So Devin, I'm the Devin. writer director. Right. And this is Bryce. I'm Bryce, uh, writer, uh, creator, producer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but I was in. I, I was working in filmmaking for a number of years. And then I kind of just stopped. Um, I made another feature film, and I thought, okay, well, that was fun, and now it's time to, you know, to move on. Right. And I right. was managing a restaurant, and then, you know, Bryce called me one day, and he was like, hey, you know, um, I'm thinking about <laughs> producing this screenplay. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you have to be kidding me. Um, and so, you know, it ended up that that we're, we planned on making that one, and we still are planning on that, making that one next, and just... One day we got to a point where we realized, you know, we didn't have a lot of experience in that way. Um, and so Bryce, you know, called me one day and he said, hey, well, why don't we just make another movie mm-hmm. in preparation for the other movie? Well, we're waiting for that movie. Let's make this right. movie. And I said, boy, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And that's also the best thing you've ever said. Wow. <laughs> and I think, yeah, and that was, um, that's funny that he mentions uh, me calling him about that, about producing, bringing him back into the film sort of thing after being away for me film was always so important but I even thought earlier on than that to go with the realistic approach I went to school uh, got my English degree I was even almost going to teach really Uh, yeah but uh kind of life took its twists and turns but it's it's funny because even at a really young age when we were still learning about film and finding things I remember the same thing I remember dragging Devin into the conversation uh, if I had just rented a movie, say, and it was really impactful, and I said, you, we're watching it again. You have to come in. Yeah. We're watching this. and the same thing to kind of bring it back in. But, yeah, I had this idea for another screenplay, and uh, through Devin's input and support, you know, it helped me really get it to the finish line where I could type the end at the end of that thing and have it really be a done, complete script. And then um, 
through a couple of relationships I forged um, and some friendships that I got lucky to sort of fall into along the way, uh-huh. I had that opportunity to start budgeting out this bigger project. Uh-huh. And then from there, we decided if we want this bigger project to happen, we're going to need to show that we can create. Sure. We can create. Sure. Yeah. So the idea yeah. was to create something uh, within our scope to use to uh, to show people that you know that we had what it took. Gotcha. Really. Gotcha. So so that so that's what Kid Brother is now. Correct. Kid Brother yeah. is your your not to diminish yourself. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to diminish it. Obviously, you got you got you got to put your best foot forward. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. And it was still an idea that we that we had. Is it actually an idea that Devin had initially? Uh, as a story that he thought maybe I'd like to tell. That would be a, a good little story. And it, we sort of kicked around over the years. Um, and then when we made the decision to to craft something first, that was the story we thought, well, there's some merit in that story. And so mm-hmm. we decided to kind of pull at that thread and see mm-hmm. where it took us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So can we get into then the, the, uh, the story of Kid Brother itself? Where did that idea come from? Uh, was it, was it, and I find myself fascinated just about the creative process and, and, and why one, one movie gets made or one book gets, gets written, whereas others don't. And then, and then how oftentimes, whether it, it's a, a creative project, a movie, a book, whatever, where the, where the idea starts off and then the creation starts and then it takes a turn and then ultimately ends up very different than the original sure. vision Absolutely. Um, but like, but how, how, how that process goes. That's the, so, best, so, that's the best part. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. So, so, so I guess take it, take us to the beginning. Like what, what, when was the seed first planted and then how did uh, it go from there? I would say it was just after grad school. Um, I what had, year is this? Oh, geez. 2007. No, no. 2009. So this is a good eight years in the making. Uh, yes, yeah, te- this, this, this goes back. Yeah, well, this, this is, is like, like you just whip this up. <laughs> no, well, the thing is, we kind of did both. Um, this is like your quintessential back of the cocktail napkin idea. Sure. I had literally a couple scraps of paper with this idea on it. I jotted them down one day. Yeah. Um, why? Why? Why oh. that day? Where? Where? Where were you? Uh, so, okay, like, were you? so I was living in I was living in Chicago, uh-huh. and your typical starving artist situation in Chicago. And, crash on a couch somewhere. And, you got a friend uh, with a, yeah. yeah, it was it was not an ideal situation. <laughs> and uh, so both Bryce and I, we have an aunt, and we were we were lucky enough that we got to to stay with her for a little while between high school and college, mm-hmm. and sort get of some, a year off. Yeah, sort of get some life experience. Oh, the gap year. Ha- yeah, hang out. Oh, with interesting. So, oh, that, that's, she, a, that's a whole other podcast. I know. She offered it up. We both took it after high school. We both took the deal. She said the deal is you can come. But you have to go to college after that, and you have to graduate. We said, okay, done, whatever. And then you so, can live in Chicago and just do your well, own. Yeah, yeah. This was in a different place. This was actually in Dublin, Ireland. Oh, so it was yeah. a huge opportunity. Oh, man. Yeah. So I know, I know, I know. But I know I'm an Irishman. Like Sean Galvin, that's as Irish as the yeah, name comes, man. We got, oh, we got, yeah. we got two more podcasts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after so, that, we're gonna go rapid fire. Exactly. One day, so one day, I'm, I'm hanging out, and I get a phone call from um, our brother who lives down in Texas, and uh, so I have a nephew who's only ten years younger than me. And so he was just about to be graduating high school. So they called me and they said, hey, you remember what you did with your aunt? Uh-huh. Would you, he wants to do that with you, you know, because we're buds. And they were like, you know, can he come up and stay with you? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, of course. Great. Sounds good. And I hung up the phone and I was like, my life is in shape. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm living on couches. Like, I don't, want any, with me. I don't want anyone to know how I live. And I also can't be a surrogate parent. You know, I wasn't ready. Right. And it was one of those moments where you realize 
just how not ready you are. And yeah, yeah. It, it never came to pass. He didn't end and, up. And, being, the, and, the, and that moment, like, as soon as you hang up, you're like, wait a second. I know. It's like, okay, well, how I can't believe I just committed to that. Yeah, it's like, it's like building a movie set. It's like, how am I going to make my life look good <laughs> enough, you know, from on the outside? <laughs> you won't see the struts holding it up. <laughs> so it, that never came to pass. He never came up. He got right into the police academy, so he never ended up uh, coming up. So he that was that. a relief for he me that kind of, in, yeah. in a way. Yeah. But um, so, so then I thought, well, wouldn't that be funny if, if – you know. And I, if, I, if I remember correctly, all those years ago when we first started kind of talking about this idea casually, um, the idea of your self-image versus how other people see you. And I think there was even – even explored the concept of um, him manufacturing uh, a, a lot of his life uh, uh-huh. for this week. When oh, he okay. Came, uh, and, then, and then eventually some of it would kind of fall apart, you know, uh-huh. fall away to his real self, you know, uh-huh. uh, to try to put on a show and everything. But those kind of – those things kind of over the years have been the things that have changed and uh, the story has organically sort of turned into something slightly different than that. But that additional kernel is still there. So, mm-hmm. But, but uh, yeah, I did. I wrote that stuff down and I thought maybe I'll sell that screenplay. I'll write it one day and I'll just sell it. It's, it's a good one. It's a small one. You can make it. But all that changed. Those notes that I have... There's lines I have written on them with dialogue, and they're uh, still in the movie. <laughs> really? They made it all the way. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. really uncommon. You know, wow. really uncommon for that to happen, but they 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 survived some of these lines. And, and yeah, like so, every, every edit, every every we're gonna cut this, cut this, cut this. They, I mean, they, they hang on. Usually, the thing you start with, you you it's sort of like your theme or the thesis of your movie. And by the time you're finished making the movie, you yeah. realize you said that statement. You know, either verbally or through image, you've said it about two or three times. Sure, because it's so important to you. You don't. Really, it's sort of a subconscious thing. I think for me. So you, you end up having to remove that one because you ended up saying it twice. And right, you right, You don't right, need to hear right. it twice. So a lot of times those initial things, those initial parts for me, they end up getting cut mm-hmm. as much as it sucks to do it because you sort of overemphasize your point. You know? mm-hmm. It's just like human nature. Two, two questions on, on, on that. One, uh, would it be worth telling our listeners and, and our potential viewers what those lines are or, or would that be spoiling something? Oh, or? no, not at all. I, I think one of them is just um, uh, the younger brother's being kind of cocky and uh-huh. he puts the older brother in his place and the older brother, you know, says, you know, who do you think you are? And the younger brother says, I don't think I'm anybody. I know who I am. And the older, oh, brother, okay. and the older brother says, that's, that's a really good answer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's just one little exchange. And I thought, oh, ha, ha, wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. Threw it in a filing, you know, in the filing system. And then it made it all the way in. All the way to the movie, yeah. Wow, wow. Nice, <laughs> nice. And then off of that, so so like all that all that filming that happens, um, what what percentage of like the like the total footage captured versus what actually makes it onto that silver screen September thirteenth at the state weighing six PM? What 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 in partnership with the champions of Wayne? In partnership fantastic. with champions of Wayne, you got to be there, folks. There's going to be the red carpet. You're going to get the, the free party. We're going to have actors there, right? We, we get the Fox be, Two guy. Yeah, Alan Longstreet, Fox Longstreet, Two. Longstreet, you know uh, who that Alan is. You're going to meet that guy. Hey, shake we, his hand. We, we may even have Devin bartending. He may be pretending. Uh, we, yes, yes, yes. The details are inconclusive, yeah. but, that, but that, that is not the rule out. Got the details. That the that the. Movies director will serve you a drink. Yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. Now, but what my question was, what percentage of the f- total footage captured gets cut? Well, I think Devin can probably speak a little bit more to this. Uh, for us, I think we're a little bit more, we're more unique than your average, what we'll call a big studio uh, film. Yeah. Um, they have a lot more 
uh, sort of leeway. They have a lot more ability to explore. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas with our just our, our restrictions, you know, the parameters that we were working with, um, we ended up doing we ended up doing a lot a lot of what we planned on eventually is, is pretty much on the screen. I think Devin can speak a little more. I'm trying to, to do the reverse. I mean, I'm glad you're buying me time because I'm trying to do math in my head over here. Uh, so I'm assuming we did maybe like say five or six takes. Let's just say six takes of every shot, right? Okay, yep, yep. And so automatically you're removing, you know, yeah. five sixths of everything. Wow. And then from each shot that you're actually using, you're probably using about 30 to 50% of it because you're on the other angle. So like, you know, if you were thinking of it like film, like footage wise, yeah. less than the 12th, yeah, I okay. guess. Wow. Now, and, yeah. now it's, yeah. and in terms of story, what we'll say is in terms of the script, pretty much all of the origi- of the, the final draft mm-hmm. made it onto the screen without exception. And a large part of that uh, for a project like ours is rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We... Since things are, I mean, we're not dealing with physical films, so you're not that actual cost isn't really there. But the time, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that kind of cost, rehearsal is a huge, huge boon to a project of this scale. Yeah, and we got really, really lucky. Our uh, our our cast was they were really great, really talented, and really wonderful with um, their time uh, in the beginning stages in terms of coming together to rehearse in a live space. Yeah, so that we knew where we needed to go in any particular scene that we were filming. So. Yeah. Could you guys – so <clears throat> I think most of us lay people who, who enjoy consuming movies and movie culture but have never really been on the other side of the camera and have never really experienced how much actually goes into this. Could you guys walk us through like from, from – so, so, so you got the cocktail napkins. You got some ideas. You got the phone call like let's go ahead and do this now. And then like what's, what's like the order of operation? So, okay, idea – Script. We gotta. We gotta shop this around to some. We gotta. We gotta get some more people. Like we got. We gotta build a uh, a team here to make this yeah. thing happen. I mean, you watch sure. the credits at the end of a the movie. There's so many names. Oh, yeah, no one ever pays attention to that. But absolutely. it's like how many people it really takes <laughs> to do this. Right. And and so and then if there's there's budget constraints, I I don't imagine that that, that there was some huge donor or that you signed a deal with Touchstone Pictures or whatever to make this Correct. thing happen. So Correct. so what, how, how does that and you guys were saying kind of off air that that it, it started out like we're going to make this movie happen, making zero dollars or whatever. Or we we have, we have nothing to pay anybody, and then but then you started to get almost like some some partnerships. People jumped on board, wanted to be. How, how did that all come to be? I guess is my question. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we yeah we wrote the screenplay after that, um, and I wrote it, and and, and Bryce made it good. Um, so <laughs> generally I, 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 I made the skeleton and then he, he yeah. sure 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 uh, you, you put the clay up and then, I, and then you yes. sculpt it into my exactly I provide the clay Bryce provides the chisel there, I like it um, then we, yeah we went into development which is just it was a short period of time we, we met a couple people um, a guy from from Silver Tongue Entertainment Nolan and a guy from Clock Tower Media Aaron and so did you just uh, a Google yeah. search on those guys or you got do you know someone that I knows helped, them or? I helped them out uh, with a 48-hour film festival, I came. Oh, okay. I came to help out, and I ended up being the cinematographer and a supporting actor. <laughs> and I'm not a camera guy. Well, you wear a lot of hats in the in the small low budget. So, so I yeah. met them. You know, they talked to me. Um, obviously, they knew I had been on sets before, and, and they hadn't. And, and so it was sort of like you know, I was helping them out, and um, 
so they said, what else you got? And I said, oh, well, we're just about to make a movie, a feature film. And they said, oh, my God. And I said, oh, it's not like that. We're making it for nothing. Uh, I'm cool, but I'm not that cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, they, they signed on to, to help us get through development. So they helped us um, with location scouting and casting. And um, and then we sort of... So there's people that do this. Like, that's their business is, is, to, is to connect with guys like you and then to connect with their connections, essentially, and bring some people together. Yeah. And sure. this is how we can do yeah. it. And this is how we can work around budget constraints mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot like with anything, really. You start with... Um you start with your circle of who you know, and you work out a lot of a lot of things that I've been, I've found in this um, in this industry. A lot of them are network based. You know, it's yeah. people. I know someone who might know someone, or I yeah. know a few people, and we can talk to them as opposed to time out versus exactly yeah. versus just you know. I mean, if you need anything in your life, you try to find someone you trust first, and you usually get that from a recommendation. A lot of that in the film world is the same way. Yeah, um, and we sort of arrived at a lot of a lot of really great folks who were. Uh, excited as well yeah you know? yeah and they went through the same thing we went through which was you know production was uh it was you know it was uh was a uh, you know it was just one of those like we, spinning, we got it in the can but we, it was we did but yeah. you're spinning a lot of plates there's uh, everything's kind of it's it's really a it's a house of cards really is what it is because you just don't have that luxury of oh well if we go over we go over or, right 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 this is going to cost five thousand more dollars that just wasn't going to happen. So yeah, we'll we forget needed about to make it. this all work, and uh, and everyone else was excited. And through that experience, we actually acquired more people on the team. You know, yeah. Peter is an actor. He's from Avonoir Road, and uh, he ended up helping us with post production. Um, our actress, uh, her company Twin Fins, ended up helping us out with uh, the ending stages of post production. So I mean, you know, we were all getting by on the skin of our teeth, and we ended up getting more people on, on the kid brother team mm-hmm. throughout, which mm-hmm. was, which was really cool. Right. Felt really and, cool. And, 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 you know, and what those kinds of things that you do when you film is such a collaborative process and such a collaborative art form to have people like that, it's just really, it's really a, a blessing to have yeah. those kinds of people come in. Cause then you feel, you don't feel like you're sort of doing this alone. Shouldering the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's, you, end up, that's... you do enough of it on your own anyway. Everyone does on such a small project, but to have people that are supportive, it's, it's really, it helps give you the, the energy. Yeah. I'm a, uh, I like to, I like to try and wrap this up in the next couple of minutes, but I've sure. got so many questions here. Um, so, so, so I'm a, a educator, um, a former basketball coach. I've, I've done my share of rallying groups to try and move towards different goals and different causes. And I heard a basketball coach talk, talk once at like this coaching convention. And, and he said, in, in, in any, in any organization, whether it's a team, school staff, a business making a movie, he's like, there's two types of people. And he's like, and, and this is like, this is in like a, a gym full of basketball coaches. And he's like, has anyone seen the show Winnie the Pooh? Uh, and sure. kind of raises their hand, like, "What's up with this?" You know, he's like, "You got, you got Tigger is always ready for the next thing. Like he's right. bouncing out his tail. He want, let's go, let's make it happen." Sure. And on the other side of the coin, you got Eeyore, and Eeyore, you know, it, it, it's a beautiful day right now, mm-hmm. and Eeyore, uh, we can't film. It's going to rain today. Exactly. Yeah. And and so my so my question: What were the low points like making this movie? Were, were there were there times you thought it wouldn't work and you were going to have to give up and scrap it and walk away? What were those like? If there if if there weren't were there were there were there negative like how do you how do you deal with negativity and that that kind of thought that like this that this isn't going to work like that naysayer you know what I'm saying right uh, yeah there have been plenty uh, of days like that where you think 
this is just this just isn't going to work. What, there's this is a there's idea. too much. We are trying to collect, uh, you know, a, a tornado into a mason jar yeah. or something like that. Just not. It's just not going to work. It's right. not a matter of time. It's just not going to happen. And sometimes you get into these sort of irrational thoughts like that and yeah. you have to stop and say, okay, well, what do we need to do now? Yes. What is this? Why, why am I spinning out of control psychologically right now? Right. Maybe it's because of this. Can I address this? And we'll worry about the other yeah. thousand What, what can time. I control, which is Correct. versus just what's I, completely out of my control? Right? I, think right. exactly. I've been, I think I've been through a lot of productions that didn't get as far like as, as this one had. You know, at every stage, it was like I kept going. I kept waking up and going, we're still doing this. It still hasn't fallen apart, or you know, um, <laughs> still standing, baby. A lot of a lot of people, their their en- a lot of people, their energy, your interest wanes, or yeah. egos get in the way. So if there were days where it might have seemed like all is lost, I kept going in my head. No, we've gone so far that mm-hmm. it's fine. But in my head, I call it the. It's like a, <laughs> I, I uh, it's like the. Like, uh, I have to go into my Chewbacca mindset <laughs> from Star Wars. <laughs> so Chewbacca has a bad habit of when something gets intense, he does, like, these Muppet yeah. arms. Yeah. He'll, like, raise his arms and he'll do this Muppet flail, <laughs> and I worry he's going to catch on fire. But then, like, Han will just give him a wrench or give him something, and he'll fix whatever needs to be fixed. Oh. And so if I ever feel like I'm, I'm in a spot where it's all too much, I go, okay, let me put something in my hand. What's the right. next? What can I do let me, let me right yeah. now? Advance the ball. Yes. Yeah, move the chains. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that's exactly why um, I think together we're stronger. And I think that's why over the years, maybe we've done things individually and thought, okay, we need to be more realistic. But together we're stronger because if he needs a wrench, I'm really good at giving him a wrench. Yeah. And when I need a wrench, Devin's good at giving me sure, one. Sure. And so together um, – we never hit that at the same time. Exactly. One of us, one of us was higher. The other one was lower. We found a way to, to keep ourselves equal, yeah. uh, or at least on that same semi-same page anyway. And I think that's where we work really well together in that way rather than try to do something on our own. Looking towards the, the future for you guys as movie makers, producers, directors, writers, creatives, um, is there a goal? Is there, is there a, like, how, how will you know when you've made it? I think uh, I use this. I use this saying a lot. It's a Walt Disney saying, and I think it's uh, it's apt for for at least my desires in terms of uh, film and filmmaking. Is a long time ago. Um, I can't remember exactly where he was saying this, but Walt Disney said, "We don't make movies to make money. We make movies to make more movies." And that was sort of a philosophy he had about all the the creative stuff that the Disney studios were doing. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it's very much that I love. I love, love film. I sure. love everything about film. I love watching them. I love listening to them. And I love just that tapestry of film. And the, to think that Devin and I are contributing even the smallest thread yeah. to that tapestry, to me, is just magical. And not in the sense of, again, fame and fortune and all that. Uh, it's more just to be able to add my name to that grand tradition. And, right be able, and, and if there's a way for me to make more, because we have more stories we want to tell. Sure. I have plenty of stories we want to tell. And this movie has given us sort of that that zeal to, to want to keep going and, and make more. And uh, so that's for me, that's exactly what I yeah. want to do is make more movies. Yeah. We did make sure. it. This is, we did already make it. Like this is making it for us. I was telling that a to, dream I was that to Bryce. I was like, man, if we get to make another movie, awesome. I think yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go and I'd love it and I feel competent. But if this was the only one we ever did, it was super fun. Yes. And uh, 
and yeah, we'll always have that. You know, we'll always have Paris. As yeah. Say, you know? yeah, right, but, yeah, right, we'll, right, we'll right. always have Kid Brother. Um, you know, we would love to continue um, making movies and telling stories because we love it, love it so much. Sure. Um, but yes, we have one. It's a dream. Awesome. It's a dream to have awesome. one, you know? And so we're going to premiere this thing uh, September 13th at, at the State Wayne, 6 p.m. We're going to do the little pre-party. You guys yeah, are going to be the there. Hour, we got the Fox uh, guy, Longstreet. Long Longstreet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, uh, and then we'll, we'll get the red carpets and do the whole thing. Anybody that was at the Infiltrators premiere a couple of years ago. That 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 went well. That was a lot um, of fun. I actually worked that event uh -huh. uh, years and years ago. Now here I'll be on the other side of it, probably still working. It, fantastic. Uh, I'll be directing you to your seats probably like I did on the last one. So I'm sure if you look down in the in little script there on on, on iTunes or championswin.org, you can find information on how to buy tickets. Once again, that's Kid Brother. Uh, Devin and Bryce Cameron created it. They, they are brothers. It was filmed in Wayne. At least a lot of it was. Some of it right at the state Wayne, correct? Yeah, we filmed uh, some of the scenes are right in the actual building. We played with a couple of the hallways to make them look like apartment hallways. And uh, we used uh, the history of Wayne Mural because it looks so great. Uh, we used the other side of the – we used a lot of – in Wayne Main Street, we used uh, quite a bit of a little area around awesome. there to sort of build our world. So. Awesome, awesome. Well, it's going to be a happening event. Uh, thanks for being here, guys. I, I, it sounds like we're going to work something out where you guys actually come to the school and meet some kids and meet some 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 some, uh, some aspiring movie makers. And, and I think that will be a lot of fun too, so we'll get that calendared. And yeah. uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thanks, thanks for having so us, Thanks so much. Thank yeah. you. All right. Take care.